Podcast, episode 89. I'm your host, Jason Ariola, and today I'm joined by John Lucero. Hello. And Vanessa Cahill. I almost said my Estes. Hello. <laughs> Either works. <laughs> yeah. We know who you are. You're the person behind the scenes who runs everything behind the scenes and does all the important stuff as far as uh, not, not, not making sure I don't break the site into a billion pieces, so... <laughs> But you are also a person who I, I, I recently talked into getting a Switch. Yes, and I thank you for it. That was like the best thing I've done all winter. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad you got into it. So, okay, so uh, let, let's let's go run through real quick the two things uh, we've we've kind of previously talked about on the podcast uh, without you, of course. Um, Zelda. I don't know if you uh, did you did you listen to our Zelda podcast? I did. He did. Yeah, Pretty that long. was uh, a. It was two hours of glowing. Just yeah. that, was a, that was a that long was the, one. <laughs> that was the second one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, little, little, little behind the scenes there. Uh, I forget what the hell happened to the original recording of it, but uh, it basically GarageBand ate it. So uh, the next week we reconvened and just talked another two hours about Zelda. So and didn't really seem to miss much of anything in that one. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the yeah. nice thing is, I feel like you could do that podcast over and over again, and it would still be valuable. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I think we still kind of did every week. We were still talking, uh, still talking about Zelda pretty sweetly there for a good, good couple months. I think every episode we did. So, yeah, uh, yeah. It's really all. It's an all right game. Yeah, it does. It's an all right game. <laughs> it does. It does some things okay. So, um, so Vanessa, I'm, I'm sure your your opinion is about the same as ours. We loved it. It's a great game, and yeah, if you even if you don't have a Switch and you somehow have a Wii U and still haven't made the jump over, uh, just play that game. It's a wonderful game, but I don't think anyone needs to talk up that one anymore. Um, a game that really only John's talked about is about uh, Mario Odyssey. So how much uh, how much time have you put in Mario Odyssey? Um, definitely a couple hours. I've gotten to the Metropolis City, which is if John will remind me, it's like the. Uh, New Donk City. It's New like Donk the, City. That's it's it. It's like the third or fourth world, maybe a little further. I don't. Oh yeah. no, no, it's maybe six. I don't remember at this point. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. So six yeah. worlds, give or take. Um, yeah. It's fun though. It reminds me of uh, Mario sixty four a lot. Yeah, this game has a. Lo- it's its design philosophy is very. It's very much uh, sixty four and uh, sunshine to a lesser degree, but mostly sixty four. But because um, fuck sunshine. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was gonna say why because it uh tries to be fun yeah yeah, yeah they added the fun part this time yeah it's like what if what if we did mario sunshine but guys stay with me on this one what if we made it enjoyable and didn't not yeah. control like a nightmare sometimes like, yeah. a, sometimes like a weird tech demo that they came up full game it's like but anyway odyssey uh what do you think i really like it i think it's um I was really fighting off, like, separating out the, the whatever they're called, the Joy controllers um, Joy, for Joy-Con. a long time. Joy-Con, remember, Joy-Con. Joy-Con. I was really aversive to, like, actually separating them out and playing with them individually. But the game convinced me, and I didn't like, especially with that game, I would never go back to playing with them as, like, a single unit again. Wait, wait, you hold them one in each hand and play like that? Mario Odyssey only, because of all, like, the hat flipping and stuff. That That is how I play. I'm one of those people. Okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it, took, it took a long time though for the game to convince me, and finally I was like, "Well, okay, it says I could do everything I could with just a controller, but I'm having struggle. You know, I'm struggling getting it to like spin the right way and stuff." So I finally separated them, and it was definitely a good idea. Yeah, I've not played with the uh, um, the the dog face controller in that the game. Dog-con. Yeah, I've only, <laughs> I've I have a pro controller, so I use that, and uh, it works. Actually, very well, especially compared to handheld mode. I don't know how much you've played in handheld mode, but it, the motion control stuff is 
kind of a nightmare in handheld mode. Uh, yeah, I would say uh, terrifying because I'm afraid of yeah. uh, maybe accidentally flinging my $300 switch across the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a big compl- it's kind of a big complaint of mine other in an otherwise really well-designed game. But uh yeah, any so you play you play with one in each hand. Uh-huh. <laughs> do you do you uh, do you lounge about on the ca- on the couch like uh, like you're having a, a fit of the vapors or something like that? When you're doing it? <laughs> it's pretty silly looking. Like every once in a while, like especially um, sometimes you have to like really like go forth and back. Oh, like in really fast succession, my husband will look over and be like, "What are you doing over there? <laughs> are you playing maracas? No, go away." <laughs> I mean, at one point you are playing maracas. No, I know he plays a guitar. <laughs> there are guys playing maracas. Anyway, uh, yeah, okay, I, I, I've not played like that. Uh, I recommend so not, it. <laughs> I, I'll take your word on it. <laughs> That's John's nice way of saying not going to happen. <laughs> I can tell you that for a fact, any game in the future that's like, play with the controllers like this, I'm going to listen right away because it was, uh, you know, and I might be really disappointed. But for this one, it was not disappointing. and I'm happy I did it. How about, uh, how about any, any game that's made by Nintendo tells you to do that, maybe? Yes, there we go. That's a better, a better pack to make. <laughs> the, uh, I really like the Pro Controller for that game. It, uh, especially for like the late game stuff, once you get to the harder uh, challenges and ch- uh moons moons it's moons uh, <laughs> yeah uh that you need to do like the long jump into the hat throw into another long jump to to like be able to like the races and stuff like that i like the controller for those it's their uh they require a little too much dexterity hand dexterity for the uh handheld mode yeah, maybe I'll uh, I'll keep that in the back of my mind. So when I'm struggling, I'll be like, I'll just switch to the Pro Controller. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, and the motion control actually works really well on the Pro Controller. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I wish there was no motion control at all, but um, can't get everything we want. I, guess. I know. I do. I do wish sometimes that there is like a turn off motion control function because um, there sometimes it just really messes me up. <laughs> There is an option in the menu that's kind of deceptive, and I forget what it actually turns off, but it only turns off, like, one thing in motion controls, and I forget what it is. Oh, handy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it got me excited for a second. It, was, it wasn't meant to be, though. <laughs> you were disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I completely forgot you could turn off the motion controls when I went, went back to play Zelda. <laughs> oh, boy, let me tell you. Uh, for a little while, I was like, what is wrong with this stupid thing? Why? God, I was like, oh, wait, there's motion controls built into the controller. That's right. I forgot about that. So Yeah, they need to, they need to stop with motion controls, <laughs> but they, they created those Joy-Cons, so it's still going to be a thing. Damn. Yeah, at least for a while. I mean, I, I just use them when they're necessary. I, I don't see them adding anything to Zelda. Actually, if anything, I think the motion controls made Zelda, you know, de- or detracted from Zelda's like near perfectness. It's just those stupid shrines with the motion controls. Oh God. Oh yeah. I don't oh. mind it for the, for the, um, targeting with your arrows though. Like I find, especially handheld in Zelda, like if I can get there with a joystick and I can like fine tune my targeting with the motion that I find really useful and cool. There, there are people that swear by Splatoon's motion controls and I, I try it, it defaults to them and once in the opening area and once it once it put me in the hub to I to, with the option to change I immediately did that but most people say that once you get used to them it is the better way to play I didn't care <laughs> so, but it's I I had a fine time with that game uh, without motion controls well, that's because you're not a MLG level gamer there I guess 
<laughs> MLG Splatoon. Yeah, but yeah. It well, exists. You saw, you, you saw the promise <laughs> of the Switch when they, uh, you know, they showed the guys in the arena playing Splatoon or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's yeah. also there's Arms. That's a whole. That's all motion controller, pretty much. That I played the beta for that. Yep. The, the game you can buy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's better than One Two Switch, which isn't kind of damning. It's kind of damning with being praised there, but. That game costs fifty dollars. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> no one to switch. No, 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 no. Cost. That game costs any amount of money. Is like, what? <laughs> why? I mean, I guess you got to pay the actors, but man, I mean, you could have just done done like uh, what is it? Those uh, uh, those West of Loathing games or whatever, and just done stick figures. It's Wouldn't it's like the that. most it's the most packed in game ever made. That's not actually a packed in game. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I mean, like, I think eventually they ended up selling Wii Sports by itself for, like, $20, and that seemed reasonable, but at least that had a longer tail on it where, you know, you could play these games. a hell of a deal, honestly. Wii Sports, you, you get a lot, of, a lot of mileage out of Wii Sports. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. you, you, could, you could play bowling nearly endlessly with, you know, with people. It's like, oh, that's kind of cool. I mean, my grandma and I actually used to play bowling. Like, I lent her my Wii for a while because she wanted to play bowling, so. And bought <laughs> my, I even bought her own Wii, or Wii remote for it, so. My family played tennis a lot. We were... That was our go-to. Yeah, had a lot of fun with boxing too with my, a couple of my buddies too for a while. That was that was kind of fun, but yeah, it's just like there, there there's there's enjoyment to be had in that game. Whereas uh, one two switch is literally just a novelty tech demo sort of thing, and it's like why why is why is this a full retail release? I mean, this should be I don't know. I could see like a five dollar you know eShop download. Sure, I, I I might go for it there just for the ridiculousness of it, but you know, ten times that no, not gonna happen. Get milk a cow in that game. <laughs> yep. Sold. Yeah. Boy, boy, can you? So yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just gonna keep my, uh, I'm just gonna keep my comment to myself on that one. About yeah. Anyway, uh, oh, so no, there's, there's some really good, really good footage out there of that. No, <laughs> anyway, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure if you look on yeah. the dark web, there's some really Mario Odyssey bad though. Too. Really good. Vanessa like seems to like it. It's uh, yeah. I play. I think I got. 40 hours out of that game. Uh, I did not get every moon. I, I think I'm going to go back eventually and get everybody. Oh, so I don't know about that. I'll probably work my way through and eventually beat it and then uh, put it away in the drawer. <laughs> yeah, there are like 880 moons, I think. Yeah. No, thank you. It's like getting Korok seeds. No, thank you. Yeah. Only if they're there. I think it's a little different than the Korok seeds because the Korok seeds... Uh, yeah, the Korok seeds are great because you end up with a big pile or with a, with a pile of shit at the end of it. I yeah, heard about again. that. <laughs> it's golden now. It's golden. It is. It is. <laughs> that's the that's one of the best middle fingers in any game, I think. Because <laughs> uh, it doesn't do anything for you, right? It's just a golden pile of shit. The badge of honor. I think it's <laughs> something. I don't remember what. And I don't. You know, what? I don't really want to like uh, kill a mystique of it. Let's just let's just say no. It doesn't do anything. Go on. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a pile of shit. I mean, really, at that point, you've collected that many Korok seeds. You have God knows how many weapon slots and shield slots. And I mean, what what could it possibly do for you at that point? Yeah, you're yeah. already invincible. Yeah, pretty much. It's like here, I'm literally just throwing, uh, you know, like night broadswords at you. It's like I have so many of these things, I'm literally just disposing of them as soon as you come into my view. Here, whack. <laughs> So, okay, um, and a game we've probably talked a little bit less about um, is, that you've been playing is uh, Blossom Tales. Oh, right. Yeah, it is adorable. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it was uh, I've definitely, had such a fun time. D- definitely, like, one of the surprise, like, releases from last year that kind of, like, 
really, really did it for me. Like, I really love that game. Um, how many uh, how many dungeons in are you are you on that, Vanessa? Only two. Two. Okay, so you're you're a good chunk of the way in there. So. Yeah, it's been so cute though. I think it's just uh, I love the dialogue. Um, Jason was explaining to me a little bit earlier that if you actually like quit and exit the software and then come back in versus just doing the sleep mode thing, he retells a story, which I'm now going to have to go back in and listen to that old man tell me the story because that sounds adorable. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, some some yeah. of my favorite moments in that game are the uh, – you've probably run into maybe at least one of them, but like the the little like side dungeon things or whatever or just like the side caves – um, where, you know, the grandpa will say, and then this happened, and then, um, you know, Lily will dispose of that, and then something else, and then, you know, the kids will be like, well, no, but wait, you need it, or, you know, and then they, and then, like, 400 goblins showed up, and then you just end up with all these goblins <laughs> on the screen or whatever. Yeah, I think that's so cute, or, like, uh, you get to pick between, like, kind of two object, two, two villains to face, and he's like, and this, oh, wait, no, just kidding, the rock people instead, it's so cute. <laughs> yeah, the dialogue I, in that is, I, it, it's, it's adorable, um, I, I think I made the comparison, like, it plays a little bit more similarly to, I would say, like, Link's Awakening, mm-hmm. feel-wise. But, man, I, I, I love the, what they did with the combat in there, where, you know, if you're, um, you know, if you're charging your sword and you, an enemy runs into you, it's not like Link, where it just, like, he, they run into it and tap and you lose your charge. Like, Lily will just, you know, unleash the, you know, the spin attack or whatever, and then... I love the little follow-up that you can do with it is, is if uh, as soon as you finish the spin attack and you tap the attack button again, she'll she'll just basically launch herself and do another strong attack at the at the enemy. So it's like, I got to say, for like a 2D Zelda game, the combat of that game is great. Yeah, they did a great job. I also love that it's like um, a woman hero. <laughs> Who? I know. Hooray. Progress- progressive. Yeah, they did a good job. Not only woman, <laughs> but like uh, like kind of a young girl. Yeah, exactly. It's like a true um, coming of age hero story. <laughs> <laughs> and I think uh, I, I, yeah, I, I think I tweeted it out. It may, my, I may have even put the screenshots in my review. Um, but the um, like the the beginning of it. Hey, have I or have I told you the one about the uh, or the story about the about the heroic elf who saved the land of high and yes, a thousand times already. <laughs> Just the, just, just the, like, knowing nods of, like, yes, you've told us this story a hundred times, we get it, it's the same damn story every time, so it's, like, I, I think it's poking fun at it at the same time, of, like, yes, it's the same damn story every single time, we get it, but it, I don't know, like I said, the, the dialogue in that game is just great, I... I don't know. I, I still am kind of finishing up my Game of the Year list, and I think that one may be creeping up in there, so... Yeah, I've not played it, but it's been kind of it's been kind of cool because it kind of went under the radar last year. But with the, the Switch release, I feel like it's gotten a lot more like buzz for what it is. Yeah, and, they said uh, um, yeah. within a couple, like I think within the first week yeah. or two, they sold more than they sold on Steam since its release. So That's yeah, like it, yeah, the Switch is a good place for indie games and smaller games yeah and that is uh that is filling a niche right now that nintendo's not filling and that's the uh, the 2d zelda <laughs> games so uh the next one will probably probably be that because what there was um Link between worlds was the one before uh breath of the wild yeah 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 man it's hard to believe i think it's like four years now yeah almost five twenty and of 2013 oh man came out. okay so we're, you know yeah you're right yeah so i think we're creeping up on five years here oh now. maybe 14 it is around 13 14 so yeah so yeah it's getting it's it's getting there yeah it's hard to believe that game is that old it's like i don't know it's ugh. 
It's definitely like one of my favorite 3DS games. It might be, I don't know, it might be my favorite 3DS game, so. Uh, wow. Yeah, it's going to be five years this year. Yeah, November 22nd. November 22nd. Holy God almighty. Yep. Vanessa, you ended up playing that one, right? No, I didn't. I swear I recommended that to you, damn it. Come on. I mean, you might have recommended it to me. <laughs> I recommended a lot of things that you did when you never played, so. <laughs> yes, I don't have the time, John. <laughs> You buy them, though. So yeah, exactly. See, at least I buy them. <laughs> I buy them to sit, sit on a shelf and collect dust or, uh, you know, slowly degrade digitally if uh, that's how I buy them. So I have this bad habit of buying them and then being like, I'll play for, you know, two days. And I'm like, oh, this is excellent. I played for 15 hours in two days. Then I put it down and never pick it up again. <laughs> I have a habit. I do that, too. I go have a, have a hot and heavy weekend with a game and then never go back to it. Yeah. It's like, oh, baby, that was great. So, yeah. uh. I'll call you. Yeah, I'll call you. Don't yeah. look me up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, I, I yeah. think I have your number. Don't worry about leaving it. You're good. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, 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 don't don't leave a toothbrush. You don't need... Hey, come on, let's not make it this awkward. We know we're never going to do this again. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I do. That analogy of having broken down, uh, yeah, to the... the Back to the wholesome uh, Blossom Tales. God, so... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, that that game is definitely like one of those that kind of flew under the radar. I think even even on Steam, like I I, I pushed as much as I could for it, um, and it's just nice to see it getting a real a real chance at uh, at the life it deserves on the Switch. So it's it's really weird to see all these people like all of a sudden like talking about Blossom Tales on on uh, Twitter. Um, actually, uh, Josie Breckner uh, Weisiger, who you know composed the music for that game and our uh, and our uh, podcast intro. Um, she never going back and forth and she was like, how did she put it? She, she was like, Oh, you were, you're, you, you, you were on this before all these damn Nintendo kids got on it. And I was like, get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> kind of the way I feel. It's like, yeah, come on guys. I, I played this months ago. It's great. Just yeah. 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 So, but it is nice to see, uh, to see it getting the, uh, the shot of life. I think it, it, it needs and deserves. Cause that's, that game is definitely a pretty strong Zelda ish game. Zelda clone. I don't know what you'd call it. Loving tribute to Zelda. Yeah, I Loving like, tribute. I feel like Zelda-ish might be a little light. It's it's uh, very it's very Zelda. Yeah, yeah. I'd say yeah. the puzzles are a little bit more involved in the dungeons for the most part. And then, man, those boss fights. Those boss fights are tough. I don't know if you. I don't know how. how I don't know if you had as much trouble with some of those as I did, Vanessa. But man, I I, I felt like some of them I felt kind of cheap occasionally. Like just the bullet hell elements they threw into some of them was like, oh god, come on, seriously, my brain can't do Zelda and this at the same time. Oh yeah, I have a bit of, I have a bit of a hard time. Yeah. Other than that, though, I mean, that's that, that that is one of those games I strongly recommend. So, um, anyway, so that's been Blossom Tales, Mario, and Zelda. Um, oh, did outside of the uh, Wolf Link Amiibo, have you picked up any other Amiibo? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. I should. I should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> you're on the opposite side of this. <laughs> I, just for, they're they're cool little models. I was gonna say just like, for just for the Zelda yeah. ones, just for pure collectibleness, yeah. they're cool. But I wouldn't go out of my I wouldn't go out of your way to pay like more than retail for them. But it is cool to have some of like the the more iconic like Zelda gear in there. So because yeah. I'm slowly building up my inventory again on the uh, on the Switch version because like the Wii U one, I had like all of, I had the uh, uh, what is it? The Ocarina of Time one or outfit, the Twilight Princess outfit, the um, like the original uh, Legend of Zelda outfit there, you know, uh, including the uh, lack of uh, lack of pants. 
the complete lack of pants and just a really long shirt. And it's funny, if you remove the pants, his underwear is technically longer than the whatever he's wearing underneath. So, like, his boxers will kind of creep under. It's it's a, it's a really weird look if you do that. It's, it's a weird detail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In a game full of weird details, that might be one of the odder details. So. Probably they were like, no one's going to do this. <laughs> Don't spend any more time Jason developing did? that. No pants. Let's do this. Oh, whoa, weird. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, like I said, and especially, like, you know, that's a... That is a very small market of people who could get that because you have to have the amiibo and then you have to get it in a random draw for when you scan the amiibo like that you're able to once every 24 hours. So it's like the the odds of somebody getting that full costume is pretty low. And then to do that combination and be like, yeah, look at, oh, that's weird. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway, um, let's move on. John, what have you been up to lately game wise? Uh, I took a break uh, for a few weeks, but then this last week uh, I've been playing a lot of a hot new 2018 release the witcher 3 <laughs> um i've which is something i did three years ago when it actually came out uh i played i really liked it then and it was one of those situations where i moved and this is before i was on the podcast too so i don't I, I think i've talked about this like in passing but uh i think the, i think when we talked about this it was after we finished up uh talking about the last jedi with uh, connor actually yeah, I think I've mentioned it on the podcast once or twice, just in passing. Because I, I feel like this game has had to have come up at least, at least a few times. It's uh, for for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, I moved, and that game has a lot of systems, and the movement is really hard to get used to because it's not that good. No, but, no. But uh, oh boy, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, you yeah. want you you want to walk? How about full yeah. sprint? <laughs> it's uh i feel because Geralt feels like he's he feels too big for most of the areas he's in it's, it's a weird it's weird but uh i think it's because i think it's how close the camera's pulled in yeah but but uh anyway yeah so i uh i felt so i fell off of it i i got i was i think it was about two-thirds of the way through the game too uh story like main story wise at least and because I had gotten to the Skellige Isles, and I think I'd done the at least the first major quest line on there. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's I mean, it's it's three years ago, so yeah, it's a uh, lot. yeah, yeah. And you're talking so, to two people who have uh, really yeah. not played anything substantial or at all of it. So yeah, yeah. It's uh, so so yeah. That's like the last major area, and uh, I've not gotten there in the, in the game currently, but I'm moving at a good clip, and uh, because I've also I. Things are coming back to me that I that I know to focus on, and also they've done a lot of quality of life improvements to the game. It's it's hard to remember like all the little things they've done, but it's definitely the menus are definitely better than they used to be. They still aren't, they still aren't that great. Yeah, I was gonna say. It, I mean, yeah. from what I've heard, they're improvements, and they're still yeah. not great. Yeah, they are, uh, and like the leveling system is still strange, and like the. Mm-hmm. Like ha- having ability slots, and then having mul- multiple points to put into each different ability, and then it's and then using mutagens to get bonuses. It's it's a weird it's a weird leveling system. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like the like the actual pl- playing it, playing of it is uh, in a show. It's definitely showing its age, even even just three years later, in terms of like just it's got a bad case of waypoint syndrome of just like because. You spend most of your time just looking at your mini map, falling, t- going towards your next waypoint. Yeah. So you don't, 
necessarily look at the really well-designed world, at least visually, that they've created, uh, the continent in the uh, in the Witcher lore. But uh, which and I this, this game caused me to go read the read a, one of the books too. But uh, but other than like those complaints, like the writing in this game is still incredible. It's still it's still what will pull you through even when you're getting frustrated with little things, like or like little hitches or like some sound glitches still pop up here and there. But uh, it's I think it's kind of typical um, Western RPG jank, I guess. Yeah, and it's not. I've not had I had anything game breaking. The loading times are better than they used to be. They were pretty bad uh, on the console when they first came out. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I don't remember if they were worse or as bad as original Bloodborne loading times were, but they were bad. Uh, <clears throat> but but yeah, the writing is still some of the best writing I've ever come across in an RPG or really any game in general. It's. Uh, just in terms of how much, how much there is. Yeah, oh God. Yeah. It like uh, there, because like in the dialogue choices, like there, are, like for every conversation you have, based on which order you pick dialogue in, like it, they've written it to where it makes sense regardless of what order you go in. Almost, almost 100 percent of the time, there's mm-hmm. like times here and there where they don't, they didn't quite get it. But uh, yeah, you can like pick, like go being able to go through a dialogue uh, tree or list really in this. Uh, <clears throat> And not like the conversation still feeling kind of natural is is pretty novel in video games. So especially in art, especially in RPGs. So that that's really cool. Yeah. The the history of each area is there's a lot, an incredible amount of depth to to each to each section of the world you go to that you don't have to that doesn't get forced upon you. Like it's there, it's there if you want to uh, look into it, but. Uh, like just in the opening area, the uh, White Orchard, which is like the kind of tutorialish area, you can go back there whenever you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like it's like a practice, it's like a weird practically open world area for the action for when the game really opens up. But uh, yeah, it's funny. Like, like you, you, I started it and I was like, "Oh, this is pretty big," and then you're like, "Oh, this is a, I, a, a, a seventh of the game, maybe." Yeah, like the uh, I remember when I first played it. Because in this, it was still one of the biggest games I'd ever played at the time. Like just in terms of like um, landmass, mm-hmm. and like just the, I had the same reaction the first time. It's like, yeah, this is a, this open world is pretty big, but and yeah, then you, <laughs> then you go to the real one, and uh, yeah, it's 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 still like it's also got a bad case of uh, icons on the map if you want because like when you go to notice boards and you pick up the notices, which I've eventually st- just stopped reading because there are so many of them. They're usually there's a lot of good writing on those too, but uh, uh, but again, there's they, just a lot of writing in this game. Yeah, yeah, and like sometimes I just want to get going, and uh, I do usually read the books though that I pick up because they're they're uh, they're well written. Sometimes really funny, sometimes really tragic, but uh, which is a lot of a lot of the that's basically the writing is either it's funny or incredibly tragic, but uh, yeah, this game dabbles a lot yeah. in gray. There's n- almost i don't in the few quests i've done i don't know if there's ever really a just a happy ending yeah I'm, I, I can talk about the i was gonna talk about the white orchard like there when you're there like your main goal there is to kill a griffin like that's that's the that's the quest that'll get you that'll open up the next part of the game is killing the griffin mm-hmm. and uh you meet him immediately upon entering the area and that's your, he's your goal 
And upon doing that, if you go off and do a Witcher contract, which is one of the um, specialized side side objectives, side quests, which are hunts, and uh, if you go do the Devil in the Well, I think is the first one you get, in the whole, and you, you go do that, there is a little storyline there about a, a man and his wife who left a, a nobleman's manor. They left an area that was run by a... Uh, Sort of a corruptish nobleman, and uh, who had been harassing his wife. I want to say. And you go there, and you find out that this is. I'm going to spoil like stuff in the opening area for people. It's it's a game three years old. I don't. But uh, it's uh, you go there, and you find out that she he he goes after them to bring them back. They they also find some notes that talk about how happy they are. Like the first di- the first day they get there, and just like the the feeling of like finally being f- free of it for a little bit. And then you find out he, he shows up there. She says something, she says something about his, the nobleman's son, which causes him to kill her husband. And that lead, leads leading her to hanging herself in the well. And, uh, in the Witcher, <clears throat> a lot of monsters are created by people's doing bad things or dying or dying in horrible ways. And, yeah, it's kind of like everything comes back to haunt you. That's kind of like a big theme of The Witcher from what I've what I've uh, yeah. seen in, in, for, throughout my time with it in the books. Uh, like your past comes past coming back to haunt you. So she becomes a wraith, and that she is the first thing you have to kill. In the uh, to uh, and then after you kill her, you, you don't have to you don't have to do this mission at all. It's totally optional. Uh, and as you follow the main quest, you come across. You you uh, meet the head of the the uh, Nilfgaard army there. There's also a whole political plot going on that, and The Witcher Two is a big part of it. And now it's kind of like in the background here. <laughs> there's there's a lot going on. Anyway, uh, so the new the occupying army occupying force there. He want, he's like kill the Griffin for me, and then he le- he tells you to go talk to two people, and you talk to the this hunter who uh, if you just talk to him and like hey can you. Uh, uh, tell me, help me help, help me hunt this griffin, and you can just he'll, he'll tell you where where he last saw it, and you can that leads you on the hunt, or you can go help him with you can help him do something really quick, and you can, after that you can still keep going, or you can just talk to him a little bit, and you find out why he's kind of lives by himself and why he's kind of on the outskirts of everyone is because he was shunned for being homosexual, and uh, <clears throat> and then you find out he had a relationship with the nobleman's son, who's which leads you to. And they found out, and the, the nobleman's son killed himself, and then they shunned this guy. Uh, and then you that leads you to believe that that girl uh, that it w- that became the wraith insulted, made a comment about his son being homosexual, mm-hmm. which led which led to him killing her husband, and her killing him killing herself. So, and it's all stuff that you don't have to uh, engage you, with, yeah, whatsoever. And also, if you go to the alchemist, well, you do have to go to the alchemist. Uh, the local alchemist you find out she was very close friends with that girl she asked you to go find out and uh, i forget their whole relate there's a lot of insinuation they also had a secret relationship too um so and that, that also makes you wonder what that girl said about his son if she she might have also been a, might, might have also been uh bisexual so and that alchemist has a lady in there who is attacked by the griffin and there's a very short quest you can do to He's like, and she's dying, and he's like, my, I have, I have Witcher potions, 
but witchers can drink potions because they're mutated. They are mutant, and they are they are able to consume things that human beings, uh, normal human beings, cannot. So he's like, I don't know if this will, if it's this will probably help her, but I don't know what it will do to her afterwards. Yeah, or she and might not survive it at all. So yeah, the alchemist is like, well, it's it's better. Uh, we, we, it's if she if we don't try, she's gonna die. And you have a choice. You can, and if you if you give her the potion, which I did. Uh, she thanks you, and the quest is completed, and you go on your way. If you read, but if you go back into the quest log and read what read the completed quest, it tells you like what ha- the aftermath of the quest. And uh, she survives her wounds because of the potion you gave her, and her uh, uh, lover in the army comes to comes to pick her up. And you find out that the that while she survived, the potion destroyed her mind, mm-hmm. and she she has no recollection of who she is. And she's basically an, um, I uh, forget, uh, fuck, I forgot the word now. Uh, she's incapable of doing things now, basically. She's a vegetable. Yeah. Uh, there's another word I wanted to use there, but I can't remember. But, uh, so yeah, that's, and this is all in one quest line that you can follow and figure in if you, and, and one side quest thrown in. So, and that's just the opening area. And that's pretty much every quest line in the game after that is just that connect. many la- that many layers of of all that shit. And like just like a good shade of gray option is like you try to help that woman and did you really help her? Would she have just been better dying? Or if you so that's like that's a and then the game just goes on. Like it doesn't it doesn't even tell you that. You don't even have to you don't even figure out if you don't want to what happened. Yeah. And the thing I do it's, I do like is that the game doesn't try to pontificate what's the better choice like there there's no no, like hey this is hey this happened and that that was bad you shouldn't have done that it's just this happened yeah the there are major like uh, the next major quest line in the next area with the bloody baron is it's just that to a a whole other level like i know i don't think you've probably played that yet jason i'm Mm -hmm. i'm working on it right now um so far, the thing that has endeared me most to uh, Geralt uh, was uh, him talking to the goat. <laughs> oh, um, yes. Uh, the, the princess? The, yeah. 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 When he's talking to princess, yeah. it's like, am I, yeah. am I really going to have to ring this bell the whole way back? And yeah. then the bear yeah. comes, run, you stupid, or you yeah. damn stupid thing. Yeah. Geralt is such a good straight man character. It's because his voice, like, and for, for how monotone his voice is, there's a lot of range in the voice act the, for the voice actor that portrays him, which I really like. He's yeah. uh, he he gives off a lot of different emotions without actually showing a lot of emotion. Yeah, it, so which very, is really impressive. It's very unlike yeah. a Christian Bale's Batman thing, where it's all monotone with no no real like range in emotion. Where this, there's very subtle cues as to like how Geralt's actually feeling. So, um, like I said, like and then my my favorite little bit of that is like right as you're getting the goat back it's like you would make a good roach you have you have the qualities of of, of what makes a good roach and the uh vanessa if you're, if you're, i'm sure you're aware roach is what he names his horse every horse every, every horse, horse he, has. he has so if your yeah. horse dies another horse named roach comes back yeah but, uh, you, you have the yeah. qualities of, of 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 a good roach you don't talk much yeah the uh and meanwhile, yeah, the, whole... the goat is bleeding at you the whole damn way. It's like, Carl, are you listening to this thing? It, 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 it's kind of talking an awful lot. 
Yeah, it's one of the least offensive escort missions that I've ever played because it's actually entertaining and it's not that long either. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say you can. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that the 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 bear thing is probably a good third of the escort mission. So it's a good it's a good gag too. The bear thing's a really good gag. Oh yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. That that, that, that's the thing I I think it gets undersold a lot in The Witcher is like yeah the the serious stuff is really great but man there is there is some very good subtle humor in there too that if you're oh, yeah. if you're not it's... paying attention it's just like oh man there's the uh the, the the side quest with the all god i won't i won't get into it but i i enjoyed that one a lot <laughs> it's good that's a good one yeah uh have you done the stuff with kira there's some good stuff with kira and that. Yeah, yeah yeah kira kira is a very uh yeah, I, yeah. man that, that's the thing too i like i i do really like about the witcher 3 is that there's not a lot of um like I said, black or white characters, everyone's got their own thing that they're doing. And this is something that like, I think JRPGs normally do pretty well as far as like being able to write characters go, but Western RPGs always kind of flub it. I feel like, well, yeah, there's, I don't know. I I guess it depends on the series. Like there are some, I mean, like if you're, if we're talking like torment, um, or, you know, Planescape torment, like that's got some of the best writing in video games and like fallout New Vegas. But you know, a lot of Western RPGs, maybe I'm just thinking like, you know, in terms of like Elder Scrolls where everybody's just like, you're the chosen one, go succeed and do well. It's like, okay, great. Thanks. It's like, yeah. And there are, there are only a few times in the game where it actually shows you like what choices led to a certain outcome. Mm-hmm. And they're usually for bigger events in the game. Uh, but it never really, and they, uh, Geralt narrate, uh, Geralt narrates over the, uh, over like this changing like painting kind of thing in the background as it shows you what your choices led to. And it's never, it's never like, man, you really picked the wrong thing here. It's like, this is what you did and this is what happened. Yep. So and that's, it's kind of, that's what, that's the way the world is now. Uh, all right, keep going. It's like, there's, it's, it's so hard to pull off what it does. And it feels like it does it without even trying. Yeah. Like it's, it's uh, it creates, and it's, I think Ger- Geralt's the key to that, in my opinion, is just his the way they portray his character in that he is he is essentially a, a bounty hunter um, in that world, a, a different kind of bounty hunter. Monster, he's a monster hunter. Yeah. And he he only works. He always they always get paid. He only works for he works for money. But he you know and he's got his he's got his own moral compass and it's it's not always right or wrong. It's just kind of how he looks at the world. Yeah. And that's, it's just kind of how the whole game is. And there I mean, is like a, I said, there's a very I, subtle, like thing at the very, I don't even remember like what the quest line was, but, um, like you bring somebody, I'm trying to think exactly what you do, but God, I, maybe you bring some criminal around or something like that. I'm trying to remember. Maybe it's a deserter, but, um, you bring them uh, to an army and, or to a couple army guys and they offer to give you money, and you can refuse it. And I, 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 you know, before I try to do anything in, the, in, in as far as like choice goes, I, I do make a save. So I went and refused it, and it doesn't. They don't like pat you on the back and lodge you. It's like, oh hey, thanks for da 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 da. You know, you. Um, but all it does is basically just cheat you out of money. So you kind of find out that like, no, there, there really is no wrong in taking the money in this game. Like, you know, there's, there's no. There's no plus to not taking money, whereas in like say something a little bit more, um, I, I guess a morality system, more primitive like Bioware stuff. Um, you know, you you end up uh, you know in the in the Paragon or the or the or the good side or whatever, 
for not taking money for doing something like that. Whereas in this, it's just like, no, you're just doing your job and taking taking money for it, you know? Yeah, it's it's, and you can every time you, every time you get a Witcher contract, you can haggle for more money, and it's not like it doesn't drop your um, good or bad rating down anymore. It's just like yeah, it's just that's that's just what you do. You're a Witcher, mm-hmm. so yeah, and, yeah. I think that was a uh, I, I think that was a very like good subtle way of showing that like there really is no benefit to treating this like a Bioware game. There 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 is no. You're either a good guy or a, or a bad guy, basically. You know, you're either a boy scout or you're a rough and tumble good guy, or however you want to look at the renegade path. So, yeah, just 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 make a choice. Yeah, it's like, that's how, how you yeah. play the game. Yeah, it's just and, like... uh, and, and take money because money is uh, money is not as uh, or money is a very valuable commodity in this game. You, yeah, you... I will say once you get to Novigrad, uh, money becomes because they there's a you've probably been picking up things like florins and other like types of currency you can't use. Yeah. Uh, when you get to Novigrad, and it's a cool little detail because, every, again, this area you're in is being occupied. After the end of Witcher 2, uh, uh, Assassin of the Kings, there is a that's which is a hugely like a huge political plot in that game. It's very complex. I don't remember a lot of it because it's a bit, that's, that game was like seven years ago at this point that I played that. Uh, but the world is in a state after that, and the, the whole area you're in is being occupied by a larger force. And they are changing like the currency in a way. So when you get to Novigrad, you can exchange that currency that's no longer valid anywhere for the new currency. So you get even, you actually get a large amount of gold uh, when you get to Novigrad oh, okay. if you find if you find the banker. But uh, it's just like little stuff like that is really cool, I think. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, praising the Witcher's writing at this point is kind of cliche. It's like what it's good. That's what it's good at. And uh, the Bloody Baron's a fantastic character with a lot of a lot of layers. <laughs> There's a lot of a lot of things with that guy. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know how far you've gotten into his thing, but uh, he, yeah, he is. A, he's also a very good example of why that writing in that game is so good. Yeah. Okay. Um. Real, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, let's move on from the Witcher uh, here. This way yeah. we can get this get the show on the road here. Um. You know, I. I it's weird. Uh, the like the only other game I've been playing really that I'm going to talk about is uh, I, I kind of went back to Dragon's Dogma for a little bit. And man, let me tell you, if they could meld Dragon's Dogma combat with The Witcher, like writing and story, oh god, I mean, perfect game. Yeah, god, yeah. damn it. Because or like uh, the the world design of like a of like Breath of the Wild, oh, like a game design. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, I, I, it, it's just weird. Um, the combination of the two, like me playing them sort of you know at the same time and then um i just listened to last week's 8-4 play and uh, one of the guys actually mentioned that same thing was like you know the dragons Do- if you could like put dragons Dogma's combat in um in the witcher 3 it, it would be like near perfect and i'm like oh man yeah that's that okay good i'm not the only one who thought that i was just because it's just like the story and all that stuff in Dragon's Dogma is stupid. I mean, there's no two ways about it, but god damn, that game is a lot of fun to play. A dragon steals your heart at the beginning of that game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, literally steals your heart. Yeah, that. but god damn, that game is good. Oh, man, I, I, I forgot how much I missed, like, playing that game. It is so much fun, just, like, hacking pieces to, or, ha- you know, hacking things to pieces. It's just, that is a, that is a good, solid uh, combat RPG. Uh, again, yeah, the story's 
dumb. And as I'm getting into it, I'm remembering just how bad it was. And I'm like, oh, okay, man, I remember, I remember now just the, the fun of this game is actually the fighting. So, but yeah, if like I said, if they could, if they could meld those two together, like Capcom, uh, this is uh, CD Projekt Red, CD Projekt Red, this is Capcom. You guys should talk, maybe have a little, uh, get, get a little thing going together here. Yeah, that, and one similarity between the two is that they are not afraid to let you wander into areas you should not be in yet. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> like, you'll just come across enemies in both games that will wreck you, will wreck your shit if you aren't, if you, uh, if you even try to fight them. Mm-hmm. Like, there. So. Yeah, and there's, and the thing is, um, yeah, outside of, like, the life bar, there's real no indication in Dragon's Dogma that you are, uh, that you are, uh, you know, boo-food if you go <laughs> up against somebody that you are way under level against, um, you know, in the yeah. Witcher, they'll, they'll put like a skull above the, yeah. uh, above it's the like, enemy, don't like, e- you don't like, stand don't a chance, try it. run. Yeah, don't even, don't even try it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah so. I mean, I, I guess that's where they got that from Assassin's, or in Assassin's Creed Origins, so it's just like, you know, playing that. And having a little more knowledge of The Witcher Three now, I'm like, oh, okay, so that's where that came from. But yeah, it's just like, man, I, that's something I miss. So, anyway, uh, let's 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 move on from what we've been playing here. Let's talk about because there's been a little bit of news here. Um, there was a Nintendo Direct Mini with a fair amount of announcements in there. We'll say. Yeah, it was like just games, like a lot of uh, a lot of old games, but a lot of games on the list. Yeah. So, um, first off, here we're gonna get. Uh, and I don't know. I, I don't know if you guys have played this. I, I tried it and I bounced right off of it. Um, World Ends With You, Final Mix is coming to the Switch. Played it on the mm-hmm. iPad. So. What is that? Um, that is like, it was a DS RPG that was based in Shibuya, right? Yeah. yeah. It's a lot, a lot fashion the big, a big part of that game. Yeah. It's yeah. It, it's strange. It just, the character design didn't do it for me. And, uh, and it might largely because it was a Tetsuya Nomura. There is a, there's a, it has a really cool like story. It's it's a really weird game. Like yeah. there's a lot. You're like your character. I believe I believe you're dead, and you're kind of like in a limbo state, and you're in this competition, and I think the winner gets to come back to life. Someone yeah. something along those lines. It's, so yeah, yeah. It, it it's typical like Square. Like what the hell is going on here? Sort of thing. Yeah. But like I mean, people like rave about it, but man, I I just could like, never get into it. So the the combat's cool it's different it's all it's like this weird it was it played better on the ipad than it did the or it was easier to do on the ipad it's like a weird like kind of like battle spinner kind of system mm-hmm. it's strange that game that game is a, very unique at least so it's yeah i mean at it's, least it's at least it's trying something different i guess so yeah i will definitely play it again on the switch i'll try on it so i'm definitely taking uh, a hard pass on it so <laughs> yeah um so Dark Souls Remastered is coming to the Switch. It's also coming to PS4 and Xbox One and eventually PC or I'm trying to remember if the PC one's coming later. But anyway, um yeah, PC. Um so yeah, Dark Souls. Dark Souls on the go. It's man, that's uh that's something. I you know, I'm I, I, I think it's just time I threw in the towel of the series. Like they're just not for me. I, I really, really tried every single one of them and I I liked the second one maybe because I felt like I could progress because you could eventually wipe out all the enemies in area in an area. I just yeah, never got good enough in uh, in those games to really like finish them through. So I think yeah. I'm just gonna take a take a pass on this one too because that series is just not for me. I beat the first one five or six times. I think I uh, I love the first one. I like two and three, uh, but the first one is one of my favorite games ever. Okay, and uh, so I know that game like the back of my hand. 
I used to know the lore of that fucking game. <laughs> I don't anymore. It's really complex, and you have to you just have to read a wiki. That's all you have to do to understand it. That's all there is. That's really all you can do to understand it because. So it's a lot like you, Destiny's lore. Uh, yeah, except for it's not made by the. It's not on an app designed by the developer. You just go on the internet and type in Dark Souls lore okay. and uh, enjoy. It's uh, <laughs> it's a lot. I, I I would add a question mark at the end of that enjoy, but yeah, it's uh, there's a lot going on there. Uh, but yeah, I I think that game is one of the best action RPGs ever made. Okay, so um, but have you ever played any of the Dark Souls games? No, I haven't. Okay. It's um, a little dark for me. <laughs> okay, I can completely understand that. And, too, um, many, too many souls for me. Too many, too many dark souls in that game for me. Yeah. I might pick it up, though. I like. Uh, it looks like it has maybe an expansive-type world. Yeah, it's got. A, it's actually the first one is my, fav- is my favorite because it has like a kind of like a Metroid kind of world because it all interconnects on itself. Mm-hmm. Um, almost all of it. There, there are certain points where you can't and where it doesn't. But uh, it's... Which is really cool. It has that really cool Metroid feeling of like... Uh, or like coming like coming full circle in an area and like where am I? Oh shit, I'm here. And it's like, oh, I'm back at the fucking beginning. <laughs> and that's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's yeah, the world design is one of my favorites in any uh any video game, honestly. But uh it's I that game has a very special place. It's very it's especially and I still remember the first time I beat it. Like the first time you beat Dark Souls is a moment. Uh <laughs> it's because uh, it's because at this point, I just get it. I I've kind of figured out Dark Souls, but at that point, it was still uh, it was still an achievement. Yeah, I think when the first Dark Souls came out, like I compared um, Demon Souls to say like Castlevania three, and then uh, Dark Souls to uh, Symphony of the Night, basically as far as like level structure goes. Yeah, it's there's a lot of there's definitely just that that Metroidvania that word Jason loves. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, there's definitely got that in, that unexpected uh, inspiration in there. Uh, I actually don't know. I'm probably gonna get it on the Switch. It's it's hard to put it, the new the other one's gonna be the 4K 1080 like the 60 frames per second is only gonna be on the uh, Xbox and PS4. So I I don't know how much better it's gonna look on the Switch. It's gonna look a little better, of course. But the frame rate's a big problem in those games. So yeah, especially in Blight Town, where it goes to a single digit, like, it turns into Shadow of the Colossus on the PS2. Yeah, Blight Town's like legendary for how bad its frame rate is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's uh, I there's like which is good because there's like a whole like way to skip Blight Town if you pick the right item at the very beginning of the game. Uh, so so at least you can get around it that way. Always a sign of good uh, good design when you uh, when you can pick an item at the beginning of the game and skip something because it's so terrible to play I mean, through. Well, the item doesn't tell you what it does. It's just like it's just like it's this key um, opens almost almost nothing in the game tells yeah. you what it does. So uh, actually, the descriptions are where you figure out most of the stuff. Well, actually, <laughs> I'm just saying. Jesus you wanna, Christ! You I don't know if you, I don't know if you could have pushed your uh, glasses up any further up your nose there <laughs> when well, you said that. I mean, if you want, you you started this. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, yeah, if you, I, that's that's exactly how I want to uh, how I want to invest in the world is um, sit there and read item descriptions. I didn't do that. I told you. I read their, I read their wiki. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which are copy and paste of item descriptions. Fun. Yeah, I don't know if that's a game I want to play too. If I'm like, well, let me go research the wiki first, then I'll get back. You don't, to it. I mean, the store, <laughs> this, this, you don't you don't 
play Dark Souls initially for the story. That's just something mm-hmm. you and you, you. It's something you're interested in eventually if you played enough. Because there, there, yeah, it hints and it hints vaguely enough at story stuff in in the game to uh, make you interested sometimes. I wouldn't say vaguely enough. I would just say vaguely. It's yeah. It's very vague. Yeah. Most of most of the story is the opening cutscene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, let's move on. Um, there's an update coming for Mar- Mario Odyssey next month, and you get to hide balloons from Luigi, and then have Luigi will find the balloons. That sounds thrilling. It, it, it's I mean, what the like really? Sounds like Mario's <laughs> a dick. Sounds like Mario's like, the, the uh, dick uh, brother. Like they are just they fucking just shit all over Luigi. Yeah, like right. all the time. Like it's like, oh, he's gonna. You can hide a balloon and go find a balloon. Yeah. Thanks, Luigi. Here, my my fellow adult, uh, go find balloons, dipshit. I just want a new. <laughs> I, I put a new world in there or something. I don't. Yeah. Whatever. Some there will be like, there will be like a subset of people that are super into this, and it'll be. <laughs> it's like, it's like super competitive don't, balloon uh, finding. Don't, don't, don't. Oh no on, doubt. Don't go on Tumblr. I'm sure there's already some dark web level shit on there. So. Yeah. Uh, it's also got uh, a Mario Sunshine inspired outfit, uh, a musician outfit, the new Donk City musician musicians, and a night outfit. It's kind of, it's a free update. So yeah, I like that that night update or that night outfit idea. Yeah, it's uh. There's the yeah, Dark Souls I mean, connection, a, right? It, yeah, it's uh, actually if you, when you put that on, the game actually turns into Dark Souls. <laughs> all all the joy of Mario Odyssey gets immediately sapped out. It's just become just incredibly oppressive uh so you can make that choice uh in february (laughs) with the free update it's free i don't know why i don't know i don't know why i'm being weird about it's free Mm. so you know um many things in life can be free i mean somebody can offer to kick you right in the right in the groin for free doesn't mean you take it so gotta pay for that you can be you can be snarky about that and be like no i'm good thanks you know it's like i don't want that so anyway um there's new new tournament there are Pokemon tournament uh, characters coming. I think they're all uh, like support characters, if I'm remembering right. Uh, you get Blastoise. Uh, Blastoise is an actual character, I think. Oh, uh, is he okay? Uh, there's Rayquaza, or like Mega Rayquaza. Or, yeah. Age of Slash is also a character, I believe. Yeah, there's in a game that just seemed to have disappeared off the face of the earth, and then like even coming out on the Switch, like I, I don't think it cut a lot of. It was that Evo. It didn't. Yeah, I know. It just didn't seem to get a lot of traction. Like I, I never hear anybody talking about the damn thing. But I've never played it. Never really want to. Really want to play it. But uh, so I, I like fighting games. That one doesn't strike interest interest me at all. I had a, I had a, had a decent time with it with my daughter when we were playing it on the on the Wii U. The only problem is uh, you can't have uh, somebody play on the game or uh, somebody. You can't basically play two players on that um, with two pro controllers. You had to one somebody had to use the gamepad and somebody had to use the. Uh, the pro controller, which, yeah, thanks Nintendo. God, I hate <laughs> so so much. God, that game had just. Ugh. It's like it's like a it's like a uh, sort of looking for like a um like a Fisher Price uh, Switch basically is how I would describe the gamepad. Just ugh. that's pretty. That's actually pretty accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's chintzy it's, and it's 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 the two DS to Switch's three DS. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about that. You would. I don't know. I, I would take a 2DS over a gamepad again. So, 
Anyways, let's move just on. A, it was just a comparison, Jason. Jesus. Oh, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I know. No, it's fine. It's like my thing that everything I say is stupid. You know, big deal. It's fine. Well, well, Moving I mean, on. Oh, I mean, it's I've got that on recording now. Great. That's gonna be a drop. <laughs> I'm gonna buy a soundboard just so I can drop that in there after you say something. Hey, everything I say is stupid, Jason. Let's move on. <laughs> anyway, um, man, I don't know. Who, well, I know who this is for, but uh, SAK he- Heroines uh, Tag Team Frenzies. God, like, what the hell? They all I have to do is design. Oh, they could just design them a little differently, you know. Mm-hmm. If you find it, Here we all go. They... This is a horny enemy fighter three thousand. I mean, yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's fan, fan service really, really bugs me. <laughs> I know so. I know, I know some people are like really into it, and yeah, I'm not. I'm not hating people for being into. It. It's just like the whole idea of fan service kind of bugs me, though. And it feels like it feels like it takes away from whatever anime it's in. And I mean, especially... you, you've got to think how, like, incredibly niche this game is going to be. I mean, S- you know, SNK fighters are already, like, a niche market as it is. Yeah. I mean, King of Fighters is already... Yeah, yeah but, the, but the SNK games are generally pretty good, so kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. but, I mean, yeah. but, oh, okay, so you're getting a subset of a subset of a subset of video game players who are going to be yeah. in this, maybe. It can, I think the collector's edition comes with, comes with, like, a hat, though, that... Uh, it comes with Terry Bogard's hat, but oh, it's, it's, a fatal... it's a fatal cuties or something, right? Yeah, it's just fatal cuties on yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it's, that'd uh... be, I don't know. Like, I mean, it, it, it's it's a nifty idea, but yeah. I'm never gonna wear but... that hat, and I would not let my daughter wear that hat. So, speaking of fan service, I watched the, I watched some of Devilman Crybaby on Netflix. That is the mo- at, at what point does fan service? become pornography <laughs> that's my question after watching that like that that is the most dragon pink it, it, like that show is basically like if adult swim made an anime it's uh Weird. it is possibly the most graphic anime i've ever seen in my whole life and i've watched plenty of graphic anime shit uh that's you know with in terms of violence uh not as much of this of the sexual con- there's a lot of sexual content it's like uh anyway it's a side note about weird anime fan service. Okay. And yeah. I think it. I think it struck me more more because it was like advertised on Netflix. <laughs> it's like a Netflix original. It just seemed. Oh. It's yeah. It's yeah. It's like. Yeah, you got advertising budget behind it, and okay. it's uh, yeah. The it's last a hell- uh, the last like Netflix anime thing I watched was uh, the first season of uh, Sidonia. And that was uh, uh, yes. That got. S- that, yeah, that got recommended to me by my friend Frances. Actually, she she was like, "I think you like it," so I got, I dug it. I just haven't got around to watching the second season. And man, the yeah. uh, the intro to that one, uh, the in, or the in, the intro theme to that uh, that thing, that uh, I like that one. It's 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 like once you know the lyrics, it's a little weird, like kind of jam into it because it's very like propaganda music, but it's catchy as all hell. So the best kind of propaganda music always is yeah yeah you, you gotta be able to bop your head to it <laughs> so gucci gang is actually propaganda music um so that's reference for all of our rap fans out there <laughs> i don't know how many that is oh, so it's not probably not many yeah i was gonna say on, on this podcast that might just be you right now so <laughs> i guess you, you you make some uh like you know like mid 90s easy e references i might be able to hang with you but uh other than that yeah i'm kind of I never had dinner. With the, never had dinner with the president. I mean, we're in the millennium still, right? Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's as much as you're getting out of me, guys. So, all right, let's move on here. Uh, Payday Two hits. Uh, or is coming with a new character. Man, I, I I had completely forgotten Payday Two was coming to to the Switch. Like that is a that is an odd fit for this console. 
Yeah, because it's like a very multiplayer focused game, and and we know how good Nintendo to... does, uh, vo- uh, you know, voice chat and uh, co- you know, cooperative gameplay because of that. Yeah, Franco, great. Uh, what? Uh, what's the new character? Did they, um, I, I don't know. Okay. Oh, it's, the character's name is Joy. Get it? Joy-Con? Oh, uh, and it's like a scary LED-faced monster dude. Oh, it's like that dude from Watch Dogs 2. Yeah. The asshole from Watch Dogs with the, with the emoji right. face. No, all right. God. That... Oh, John, John Wick is in Payday 2. Uh, <laughs> I almost played it because they, they added him They added him uh, an update at one point. Okay, well, that's... Um... <laughs> oh, those, those movies are... Those movies are good. I'm not saying they're not. Yeah, it's good. I, I'm, I'm just more <laughs> wait, at the, at the wait, choice. Wait, wait, nope, wait, wait, nope. wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just you can't just throw that out there. Uh, so get him, Ness. Get him, get him, Ness. <laughs> you don't like John Wick? Oh, no, I'm, I'm not saying they're bad movies. I'm just saying they're not like, you know, I wow. watched it once. And I'm like not going to be like, oh, I'm going to go see John Wick again. It was so, uh, it's going to win awards. It's just like, um. Well, that's because action movies don't, don't get fucking awards because people are people at a fucking... And John Wick goes right with them. <laughs> oh, yeah, because Oscar winners are always so fucking great. <laughs> As an action movie, though, it is. It's like it's just an entertaining, like, kill-them-all action movie, which I do like. I don't know that it's... You know, I wouldn't say it's, like, a good movie. It's, like, a bad... You know, they're all bad, though, in that good way. <laughs> I can't have this conversation right now. This <laughs> is... I need Connor. Vanessa is a band from the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> nope, absolutely not. <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm bringing Connor next time. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna go at. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not disputing it though. I'll be with you guys on that. I just wouldn't say it's like you know not the top of my good movie list. It's definitely like a, an action movie. <laughs> it's a very good action movie, but you know, so it's equal. You know, it's okay. It's okay. You know. <laughs> Just my third, it, second it one. Looks like it, it looks like it's fitting with this video game. This character. <laughs> yeah, it definitely... Um, sure. <laughs> so, so Mario Tennis yeah. Aces is uh, going to come to uh, kind of <laughs> switch here. Uh, that's going to add a story mode. So this is basically the the um, cash-in, if you will, of Golf Story. Oh, God. I mean, at, at least it'll have a competent developer behind it. So Maybe. I mean, unlike Golf Story, where, you know, it's like, oh, hey, look, there's a story in here. Oh, God, everybody thinks it's funny. Oh, no, it's not funny. Holy God, there's a 10-minute, like, rap battle between a geriatric and a, and, a, and a punk kid. Man, this is not entertaining. Holy God. Oh, wow, the golf's not even not that great in this game. Jesus Christ, you got... What the... Why did people like the fucking game? Oh, sorry. After Golf Story. After Golf Story. After Golf Story. It's okay. It's pretty popular. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yep. I never played it. Yep. Yep. So was uh. So was running up the Jews in Germany in the in the forties. So what? too soon. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that was pretty popular then too. That doesn't mean it was good. <sighs> anyway, uh, you really move. compare that to Golf Story? Yep. Yep. Golf Story is a terrible game. I don't care what people say. It's a terrible game. So that's fine. But we that's a not the, not an apt comparison. I don't think. <laughs> like maybe pick another game you didn't like. But uh, anyway, moving on. I guess. Yeah. From yeah. that. Yeah, Mario Tennis. Uh, yeah, go, go, yeah, bring, bring, bring story mode. I don't. I mean, yeah. At least, at least it's a competent developer this time. So, um, we even had a Mario Tennis for a while too, right? Oh, it was the one on the Wii U that was just a tennis game, which was a full retail release too at sixty dollars. Which, uh, 
Mm. Yeah, I didn't buy a Wii U. So, <laughs> didn't, you know, I don't make mistakes. That's okay, John. <laughs> a lot of people do. So. <laughs> yeah. And, it's, you know, it's paying off in the end because all the games are coming to the Switch <laughs> that I wanted to play anyway. My kingdom Band for Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. God damn it. Panda 2 is coming on my birthday. What is? Panda 2. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, oh. okay. How do you say this? Is it Fee? Fee? Fi? I think it's Fee. Fee. Uh, that's coming to the Switch next month. I don't know that I really care about this one. Uh, it's The art style is kind of neat, but I nothing about it like grabbed me otherwise. Yeah, that's my thing. Yeah, there's, that's pretty. Yeah, there's so many pretty like games like this now that are out or that are out. I'm just kind of. Like, it looked a little, looked a little Spyro-ish at times, which, uh, which I guess that's not a a nostalgia thing that's been tapped yet. I don't think people have quite gotten to to uh, those 3D platformers yet. <laughs> so, if you know, I guess maybe if you like Spyro, you might like that game. That yeah, totally there we go. Yeah, there's a yeah. There, there's a Venn diagram. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah for me this one it'll be it'll depend on the price like if this is a 20 dollar game I'll, I'll look into it because it looks pretty i like the little monster thing or fox thing what do you think he is is he a fox he's a fee a fee <laughs> <laughs> i like the fee <laughs> yeah i don't know that, well, what, what else is coming jason um <laughs> Speaking of all the games you wanted from this, uh, from the Wii U coming over, uh, we've got uh, uh, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, and then one that you probably didn't want and shouldn't want because it's terrible. Uh, Hyrule Warriors with all the DLC is coming to, uh, to coming to the Switch also. Yeah, Hyrule Warriors, uh, not a not a not a good Musou game, and definitely not a good Zelda game. So <laughs> good Musou game. <laughs> Uh, good action movie. Anyway, uh, Ease 8, Lacrimosa of Data is also coming to the Switch this summer. Uh, I have already pre-ordered the goddamn collector's edition because it's got uh, Adel Sword in this one. So, yes, I'm triple dipping on this game now. So, yeah, fuck me. Um, I, played the de- I played the demo for that game. It's okay from the demo. <laughs> can't tell you as far as the demo goes, like, how far yeah. deep or how deep it goes into it. So, um, it's pretty early. Let's see. And sort of in regards to that, too, the... Uh, PC release has been uh, delayed indefinitely. Uh, yeah, it just got like yeah, it's, it'll come eventually. Yeah, it went from like coming out like the end of this month to it'll get here eventually. Uh, basically, what's going on? Um, I you know I got the I got the letter and I think like the vice president of uh, of Nisa um, basically said that uh, there's a lot of memory bleed issues in the PC version, and as soon as they finish the new localization, uh, they are handing it off to somebody else because they can't do it. So I don't know what the hell happened there, but uh, yeah, apparently uh, Falcom uh, hasn't, uh, hasn't hasn't quite got the PC thing uh, figured out for for newer stuff. Jeez, I, I, yeah, I thought it was a pretty straightforward thing if you're developing for like PS4 to make it work on a PC, but apparently not. So I, I, I don't actually. I've, there have been a lot of ports that are to PC that aren't good. I yeah, I mean they've bad. mostly been published by Warner Brothers, but oh yeah, uh, that need. I, Near is supposedly pretty. Uh, it's pretty rough. Yeah. Um, also, Dark Souls had to be fixed by fans, people, not developers. Yeah. <laughs> it's how yeah. bad its PC port yeah, I've always, was. I've always. So. I've, it's it's a weird thing of like I respect what yeah. From Software does, but man, they do not know how to develop games. 
they yeah, do, they, they, they are they are we'll not see. good at making games at, at, at games uh, run properly. I suppose. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. Frame rates always is fucking nightmare. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll see what Bloodborne Two looks like because that's definitely that's totally what they fucking teased. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's that's uh, it's not. Yeah, it's obviously gonna be Bloodborne Two. Yeah. All right. So, All right, moving on. Uh, Kirby Star Allies is coming in March. Um, that's uh, that's something I'm going to pick up. I'm kind of actually looking forward to this because having a multiplayer uh, Switch game that I can uh, you know play with my daughter. That's kind of easy. Uh, isn't there and, another Kirby game coming out? Like it just came out. Uh, yeah, that's for the 3DS. I think it's coming out. Or is... Let's see, it says, it says this. My thing says the 19th Kirby Battle. Is that like a Mario Party game? Um, with Kirby actually, characters. I think, I, think, I think it's like a Smash Brothers one. No. So I don't know. That's that's one I'm passing on. But the uh, the platformer thing, I think, will be pretty fun to play. So, <sighs> I mean, the um, what was it? Return to Dreamland was a lot of fun on the on the, uh, on the Wii. Like I, I got a I got a lot of uh, I had a lot of enjoyment out of that one. I, like I said, Kirby does some cool stuff. The latest or the I guess previous game now, uh, uh, Planet Robobot. That was a lot of fun too. And then uh, Finesse, you liked Mass Attack quite a bit, right? Yeah, yeah. I like Kirby. Yeah. Um, I've said this before. I've got uh, about uh, a dozen Kirby sitting on my desk right now, so yeah, I like Kirby. So, <laughs> understand. He's a cool dude, even if he is sort of a uh, just yeah, just a. I, I, he's the weirdest character design. <laughs> just like he's a pink. He's he's a pink. He's ball the of... laziest. He's the laziest character yeah, design. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do the circle with shoes. All right, we can put him in a game. It's like wait, 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 wait. wait. He needs arms. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Draw some arms on him. Now we're good. And I guess he can suck stuff up too. Yeah, yeah. And then it took uh like, I think it was a second game where they finally figured out, hey, maybe we should have him do something outside of like suck and spit. So I should really rephrase <laughs> that. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Gross. the last little bit there, uh, Donkey Kong is coming to. Uh, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. So there you go. That's pretty much everything that uh, came out of that direct there. So I think we should move on to what the uh, the, the big big news is here. Um, the, the the news. The Labo. Yeah. Yep. The, what? Yeah, the hell? that was. <laughs> I, I, I got off work to my Twitter just blown up by this thing. I because I knew they were announcing something. I was like, oh, I wonder what it's gonna be. And then it's just people with gifts of like a cardboard bird flapping it back and forth and like fighting robots and like what the hell happened <laughs> it was uh, a lot of cardboard jokes yeah I have no anyway idea jason what is nintendo labo oh god i you know i i really wish i could explain it i <laughs> it's it's i it i mean man i don't know i mean basically it seems like you buy a um like you buy a piece of software and then it shows you how to make stuff and it uses the Joy-Con like infrared sensors to for the movement and how stuff works. Like you can build like a piano out of it, which is kind of crazy. Um I I man, I don't know. This <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's definitely unique. I in a in a console that is uh as Nintendo as Nintendo can be, this is a Nintendo uh add-on piece of software thing that yeah. is as Nintendo as Nintendo can be, I think. I mean, just... Yeah, but unlike what? the Vitality Sensor and stuff like that, it actually has a release date. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like, actually, this is one's actually coming out. Yeah. And, and it probably uh, won't suck like Wii Music, so... Also coming out in 420, which is a really God, really interesting decision on Nintendo's part. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's pretty smart of them, I think, yeah. though, right? Yeah. You're like, what do you want to oh, do with yeah. 420? Let's buy a Labo and yeah. smoke yeah. a bunch of pot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like... 
I, I, actually, I think those are going to be reversed. It's like, I smoked a bunch of pot. Maybe I should buy some cardboard to play with on my Switch. Yeah, they'd be like, um, does Prime now deliver Labos? Yeah. You, think they, you think they're going to waterproof the cardboard? Mm, no. No. Children are going to ruin this. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Okay, so here's the thing. Like, I, I think really what you're doing is you're paying for the software and the cardboard's kind of just like an add-on sort of thing. Like, okay, here, here's what you can use to initially build this thing. But then I think you you can piece it together with like whatever. I mean, I don't know. People that are going to get really into this probably have 3D printers and are, you know, already kind of handy with stuff like this. So I don't know. I mean, I, I, I can see this being kind of cool, but man, this, I, I am not the audience for this. I, I kind of, outside of just like, like, what the hell? There's not a there's not a lot of interest on my part on this. I, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out who the audience is. Like some of the stuff I've seen, like one I'm watching it now. It's a gif of this maybe ten year old boy with a robot backpack, and it's like okay, cool, kid could like this. But then the video is of him like bashing in like some alien skull, and there's like blood flying around. I'm like, okay, I I don't even know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, and there's like there's there's two different packages too. Like there's the variety kit, which has a bunch of different like things to play with and then it's like the robot one where you do the robot game that they had on there where you have like a backpack thing and yeah it's strange I, god yeah i don't know hey oh, jesus they've, they've lost their minds yeah <laughs> I, I, no 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 they continue to lose their minds i you know they maybe it'll be a surprise success Nintendo is apt to make weird surprise successes. I mean, look at the Switch. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, and then they, yeah, and, and yeah. then they also uh, make weird uh, non-successes like the Wii U. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, but, I mean, but, it, let's face it: the 3DS, uh, the, the the three part is just you know a gimmick now that has been tossed to the side. I mean, now it's literally just hey, it's a more powerful DS. That's the, here's here's what you got: like you got a more powerful made- DS and, a, and an analog stick thing from bobber there's one of a cardboard band and he, he like stands it up and moves it a little bit and it just falls forward and that's like the highlight they have of this little cardboard man is him just falling over yeah. <laughs> I, oh god i don't know i mean I, clearly i'm not the audience for this maybe my kids are but they're they're too young and destructive that i mean I, you know they're they're plastic toys don't don't make a year sometimes. So I, I mean, I can't imagine cardboard. I mean, you know, also like, you got to put the switch in the cardboard. Yeah. Oh yeah. No way. Yeah. <laughs> so it'd be covered in soda and stickiness <laughs> and chocolate. I don't know. Whatever children eat these days. It's like, yeah, you, it's, got about, it, you, like you about nailed it there. Okay. <laughs> like there, there is some cool, like, like kids can like draw color on it and like do some, do some different decorations to it and stuff too. Like there's some cool creativity stuff for kids. It's just seems like, but, but putting your expensive switch to like those Joy Cons are what like seventy bucks a piece. Uh huh. <laughs> so it's like, oh, I don't know, Nintendo. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's their thinking was. I mean, you know, the like Japanese people are a little bit more careful with their stuff than American people are. They have a little bit more respect for their uh, for their belongings than we do. So maybe that was the initial thought when they did this, but maybe that's all I can think of. Because, I mean, like I said, you look at like the, you know, just the the used video game market out there and, you know, you've got, you know, Famicom games that are, you know, near perfect condition still. And like us, we're lucky if we can get an NES card to work half the time (laughs) because it's been submerged in, uh, you know, uh, soda and stickiness. So, (laughs) 
Yeah, I well, I mean, it's coming out pretty soon, so we'll see how that goes. Yep, yep, just mere three months away, and man, I don't know. I, I'm going to need a video of this one. This might be something to actually go on. I, I actually watch a YouTube video of like, just like watching somebody mess with this, see what it does, and then see if like there's anything I could get out of it. Because at 35 years old, my creativity level uh, for that sort of stuff, as far as like building and is, is gone, long, long gone. Maybe my kids can get into it, but like I said, I don't, I don't trust them to not destroy everything, and I'm not buying another switch for them to use. I'm, you know. Uh, I'm not Peter Schneider, head of IGN, where I, you know all five of my kids have a switch, and then I have my own too. So, and I also don't have five kids. So, <laughs> yet, yet, no. <laughs> I, I, I'm getting to the point of um, what was that zombie or that that like stupid like like love like zombie movie or whatever? Um, oh, warm bodies uh, or whatever. I'm yeah. finally starting to feel like a little bit more cognitive. Uh, so I'm, I'm sort of feeling like that level zombie than the zombie I'd been for the last few years where I just been walking around like, uh-huh, I'm on an hour and a half of sleep for the day. I'm good. What the, uh, what? Um, I saw the movie in theaters. I totally forgot that movie happened. You saw it in theater? <laughs> Wait, you saw that it, it was a, It was a date. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh, how'd it go? That doesn't sound like a good movie to take someone on a date to. <laughs> it was her idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, so, clearly yeah. that worked out real well. Because <laughs> we hear about yeah. her all the time. Ooh. Yeah. I'm, how how old is that movie? Old. That movie's pretty old. Well, it's got to be like five yeah. years, I think, now at this point, yeah. right? Yeah, I would. It was a high school date. Oh, so. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. So. I can't, I can't get what? behind movies that portray zombies as, uh, you know, like thinking beings. <laughs> oh, so you're a racist? Okay. I am. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a zombieist. <laughs> yeah, it's a zombieist. <laughs> it's. Uh, I mean, you know, I. Everyone, everyone has a right to their own opinions. We're, you know, we're open-minded here on the Catch <laughs> Podcast. Mm-hmm. Jonathan, <laughs> makes you feel any better? I saw Love and Basketball on a date. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I do. I I do love basketball. Yep. And she loved yep. love. So, and I loved basketball. <laughs> so, boy, that should have. I mean, how was that not a match made in? <sighs> God. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Labo. So yeah, this, this I don't know what this thing is. I just I I am really confused at the audience. And man, I would have I, I I would kill to have been a fly on the wall in that meeting. I mean, just that pitch meeting there. Just you know what? I, I, I say that in general for anything that goes on in Nintendo. Just like what the hell? How did this come up? Yeah, I Labo. Kind of, I kind of think they have a, a room of kids where they're like, here, children. Make something innovative. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, so they put in cardboard and they used it like a fishing rod. Okay, it's, like, it's, like it's, it's a focus group of kids like la- trapped in a room and they just throw. It in. Right, here's the, here's the cardboard, kids. Be creative and then just leave. It's like a all white room, totally sterile, and then they just <laughs> observe kids with cardboard for like set for like a week, and uh, they throw like some goldfish crackers in there at times so they can have food. Yeah, but, uh, they literally throw them in there like they're feeding geese. Yeah. Just throw a handful in there. Go fight amongst yourselves, children. <laughs> you know, I did like a Chris Kohler from uh, from Kotaku's uh, tweet where he just uh, he got a piece of cardboard, wrote Mother 3 on it and put the Joy-Con in there and says it's not working. <laughs> it's like, yeah, come on, let's let's uh, yeah, yeah, it's that that'd probably be 
just my first thought is like, okay, let's write a game I want to put the Joy-Con in here. Eh? Come on, guys, let's make this happen. <laughs> all those, all those, uh, th- those two Zelda HD ports you put on uh, on the Wii U. How about we put them on the Switch now? Huh? Come on, please. God, for I just, I don't want to have to ever pull my Wii U again. I really don't. <laughs> yeah, neither do I. <laughs> just, I have mine sitting on the shelf next to the Switch, thinking like. What if I want to use it again? <laughs> it's not hooked up though. It's just, it's just like a black box next to the Switch, and then um, my little Wolf Zelda amiibo is on top of it. <laughs> it's a little monument to your shame, right? <laughs> I bought it so late in the game too. I only bought it a year ago. I should have just bought a Switch. <laughs> well, we didn't know it was really happening when uh, when when we talked about getting one. I think with as little as you kind of buy Vanessa, I don't think the Wii U was a bad investment. Um, I don't think as a secondary console the Wii U was a bad investment. Uh, if that was your only console, oh boy, did you choose wrong. Yeah, that was my only console. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, somebody uh, who maybe buys and plays as many games as like John and I do. Yeah. Or let me, let me rephrase that. Buys as many games as I do and plays as many as John does. <laughs> I'm good at time management. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's because you have time. So. Yeah. Don't, I don't have the whole kid situation going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still pretty, yeah, yeah. Kids, pretty sweet uh, deal. Yeah, kids, uh, fifty hours of work. Uh, you know, a, a wife I who I'm desperately trying not to get to leave me. <laughs> so, hey, this priorities. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is, this is for a different podcast. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's only so much chloroform I can hide in the house before when yeah. it'll start start popping up, and I'm like, honey, I love you. No, don't you dare, don't you dare sniff it, sniff it, sniff it, sniff it. Okay. Good, we're good. Okay, I got up for another month or two. We're good. <laughs> so, so, so Jess doesn't listen to this podcast, right? Uh, no. <laughs> Are you kidding me? She can barely stand listening to me. If she listened to this, I think she'd probably snap out of it finally. Like, oh, God, why am I with him? <laughs> so like, I'm going on a walk. Yeah. I'll, I'll be back. I'm going to take the kids, too, and the car, and a few things of clothes. I'll see you later. Okay, honey, bye. Right. Wait a second. She'd probably be like, why don't, why don't you go on a walk? Don't Don't come back. <laughs> Go get cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't smoke. Go get cigarettes, honey. Okay. Whatever you want, dear. That's a weird request. Wait a second. She turned the garage door <laughs> off and my key doesn't work anymore. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. So, okay. So I think that, that wraps it up. Did we cover everything news-wise? Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was mostly Nintendo stuff. There is a... Uh, at least... That's fun to talk about news. There's like that quantity dream shit, but I don't really. No, we're not like talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, <laughs> That's, I, I, I've been a long-standing David Cage hater, and man, am I glad yeah. that uh, you hate you, you hate the Sun King, David Cage. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's a whole mess. God, that's, <laughs> yeah. God, I'm just I, you know what I, I, I am I'm, I'm wondering now if Brittany is going to actually play Detroit after this. <laughs> I got turned off the idea of playing that as a joke by that whole situation because, ugh. Yeah. Yeah, there, there, there was no way I was playing that. I mean, after playing Beyond Two Souls, I was like, oh, man, this is terrible. And now it's like hearing about all this. I'm like, yep, I, it was also a terrible game and a terrible person made it. Okay, cool. Yeah. So. I played Beyond Two Souls. And I'm like, oh, this is terrible. I kind of like that. <laughs> it's like, it's uh, I, got, I had a weird enjoyment out of how bad it was. Oh, God. Yeah. I, you know, and, yeah, anyway. Uh, so there's that. There's the uh, the rumor that there's a new Fable game in the works by uh, the developers of the Forza Horizon or Forza like the Horizon series. Which man, that's a, 
weird toys, yeah. but hey, whatever. If they can make it happen, they can make it happen. That's that's great. Uh, maybe it'll finally turn into like what Project Ego was supposed to be when Fable came out. And God, now that Peter Molyneux won't be attached to it, maybe it'll actually be good. So I like the first two, actually. You know, for what they are. The yeah, first one's okay. I, it's a yeah. perfectly average uh, action RPG. So yeah, I think the second one is is a better version of it too. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, 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 it could scarcely be an acceptable game and be worse than the original Fable. So, I mean, the Fable, like I said, Fable's kind of just that, uh, it's like, well, it, it, it works and it's amusing to play at times. So yeah, I, I has charm. Uh, you know, I've, I played it when I was younger too. So that's a little yeah. bit of nostalgia for it. Yeah. I guess. But, I, um, like I said, I, that was one of those games like I got real burned on because I, this was before, uh, the Peter Molyneux, uh, you know, uh, yeah, see, yeah, I didn't know anything of, about like Fable before I played it, so yeah. I didn't have I didn't have expectations going in. Oh, I had a lot of expectations because of because <laughs> of that douched canoe, but so. <laughs> yeah. ouch. Yeah. Well, if you plant an apple, it, it will grow into a tree, and then maybe if you're playing a uh, sneaky character, you can climb into the into the tree and uh, climb up into a house and sneak and steal people's uh, belongings th- through that window in the in the second story, and then sneak back up because of the tree you planted as a child. Oh, fuck off, Jesus! <laughs> <sighs> Thanks, Peter. I appreciate the uh, appreciate the the very linear uh, action RPG you gave me for that one, Jesus. <laughs> so. Anyway, I think I'll wrap it up there. Uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah. So anyway, um, let's go ahead and just uh, plug away here. You can follow me at Jason Ariel on Twitter. Vanessa, you are Vicarious Rock, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. And you really need to get on Twitter more, Vanessa. I barely see you doing anything there. I retweet a bit. I'm gonna go ahead and retweet a po- like that post of that little kid smashing an alien's brain with his labo costume. Please do. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> And John, we can follow you at John Osero seven seven seven. You can you know you know what to do with all the uh, all of our uh, social stuff on the site. It, uh, Vanessa put it conveniently in the upper right hand corner of the site there, so you just follow along there. Um, and I'm trying to think: is there anything else we need to plug, John? Or uh, we, we we put up our uh, favorite albums of the year uh, movie list just went up uh, as of this recording today. Uh, my favorite podcast from this year just went up a couple days ago. Yeah, games should be going up next week, probably. Yep, yep. games will be going up so. next week. So by the time you hear this, the first one might be rolling out in like a day or two. So it'll be me, you, and uh, Gore will be putting up our list there. So we're going to do it separate because, God damn it, we want hits. <laughs> there, uh, Clickbait. Yeah. Spent a lot of time on those lists. You know, I was tired of writing lists by the end of it. So <laughs> <laughs> I spent way too much on that music one. Oh, God. Yeah, our tastes are a little different in music, turns out. Yeah, so. well, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I also kind of went for the video game sort of stuff deliberately, so. And, um, yeah, putting uh, putting putting all those tracks in individually, man, it was uh, kind of helps, but, man, it takes a long time to do that, so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going gonna, gonna to play some Dragon Ball Fighters on Friday, so I'll talk about that in the next podcast. But, uh Fighter Z. Is that? I, is still that I still don't know what the right way to call it is. I think, <laughs> so, I, I, I think it is fighters. I think it's fighters. Yeah, but the, the problem is they capitalized the Z at the end, which, uh, but it's one word. I, I Dragon Ball Fighters is a better name than Fighter Z. It's not still not a great name, but it's a better name. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, coming coming from the studio that uh, Guilty Gear. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I mean, Blades Blue. Yeah. Blades Blue. Yeah. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, it's a made-up word. Nobody, nobody knows how to pronounce it properly. So, anyway, uh, thanks for listening, and we will talk at you guys. Next time.